perfectionism keeps so many people stuck where they're at and so many people questioning themselves and doubting their abilities and in a state of depression and I just don't want that for any of you. So on today's episode, Stop Being a Perfectionist, Do This in Red, we're going to be talking about where perfectionism stems from, how you can stop being a perfectionist, but still make things look beautiful, still fulfill your purpose and be satisfied in doing so. We're going to be talking about how you can actually heal that part of yourself again how to stop fearing what people may think how to stop feeling down on yourself how to stop beating yourself up when things don't go your way how to stop with the self-doubt and the I shoulda oh I coulda oh I woulda and we're gonna I'm gonna show you or we're going to show each other, <laughs> or you're going to show each other, whoever's listening to this podcast, how you can move forward. But before we do that, here's the intro. It's Avi, bitch. Welcome to the Avi Unfiltered Podcast with your fabulous, blunt, I'll never give a fuck host, Avishai L, national best-selling author of The Power of Why book, holistic health coach, certified raw food educator, and spiritual healer, teaching women, professional and entrepreneurial, how to get rid of stress through nutrition and lifestyle in 90 days, utilizing my six-step eat stress away method. Now, if you heard holistic health and you think you're going to hear about blueberries and eat those and shit well you'll hear about that too but let's face it sesquiterpenes and vetiver essential oil and cedarwood or the anti-helicobacter and sulforaphane compounds and broccoli are not the only things that are going to help you deal with your shitty ass boss at work your stressful life and or underlying traumas so we are going to tackle it all you will be immersed in the mental physical emotional and spiritual aspects of life discover how to deal with personal interdependent and interpersonal relationships of all kinds let's make crazy look sane every fucking tuesday yay and throw them smoothies and green juices back one time Make sure you are subscribed to the Avi Unfiltered podcast and you leave a five-star review. I appreciate everyone for watching and tuning in. If you catch this today, you're not too late for my How to Heal Trauma free webinar, which I am having tomorrow, Wednesday, April 14th at 1 p.m. EST. You want to make sure you are there. You are live. We're going to be doing some bodily exercises. I'm going to be, it's going to be a hands-on, interactive, but also a direct learning experience. Experience. So I vary my teaching to support um, every learning style because I understand that we as people learn differently. So it's going to be something for every single person. And we're going to um, I'm going to show you within an hour and a half how you can begin to progressively heal trauma. I know trauma is not something that's a quick fix, but you can start to see um, changes in your life within seven to 14 days. Um, doing these methods um, and it's something that you're going to have to do daily on a daily basis until you start to relieve yourself from that trauma everything else will be in the show notes as always so you can go and spy on that and see what works for you but without further ado let's dive in perfectionism is something that even I had to deal with in my own life um 
if you've heard uh, episode 130 on deep throating astrology, then you know I have certain placements that keep me in that perfectionism mindset at times. And I really have to, you know, stop myself and delve in and say, it's okay. Like if something wasn't perfect, I have to tell myself, it's okay. You did the best you could. You just got to move on. It's fine. For instance, I remember back in 2017, I started writing some books and I didn't finish them. And I used to have the mindset that you start what you finish, even though your heart's not in it until I went on a journey and I discovered that your heart's not in it because that wasn't your purpose to do it. You know, it's, it's divine timing with everything in life. And I know some people hate hearing divine timing with so many different things, but it's true. There's a time and season, even though there's no such thing as time on this earth plane, there's time in terms of season and in terms of the creator spirit, angels timing, the creator's timing. Um, so that's what I go by your spirit. There's always a destiny. You always have a GPS. For instance, you may want to get to a certain destination when you're in the car in like 15 minutes and then here comes traffic. Maybe if you would, maybe if there wasn't traffic, you would have gotten in a car accident or something would have happened. That actually happened to me where I was like, oh, my God, if I would have left two minutes early, this would have happened. So sometimes you have to see stuff as protection and as redirection and you have to go with the flow. And sometimes your spirit and your ego want to have this fight between the two because your ego is like, no, I have to finish what I started. And spirit's like, I didn't tell you to start that in the first place. So you kind of have to go back and see what caused you to start it. Were you impulsive? Did you just think you had to do something just to do something? This was at the time where I was trying to build up my business and I was really starting like from complete scratch. So I was I was trying to think of ways to do various things and how I could support clients and how I could constantly, you know, be um, a, a wonderful health coach to them. But those books weren't the books I ended up writing. I actually ended up writing some books like, a year later that pertained more to their situation versus the ones that I was going to start writing. Like if I look back, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of glad I didn't finish that because it, it wouldn't have made sense to my purpose now. So I think in the moment you kind of beat yourself up because you're like, oh, I feel like a failure. I didn't finish what I started or I didn't do this correctly. And that is due to situations you might have dealt with. So a lot of people are... Um, perfectionists due to their childhood due to their upbringing you know you might have like I said those narcissistic parents you know that want to compete with you that might have put you down when you didn't win something um, that might have made you feel like you were never good enough so you always have to perfect everything like everything has to be incredibly perfect and that's just not life you know Perfection is, there's no such thing as perfection. You can perfect something, but then again, it's never perfect. It just is you. So I'll say that again. It's no such thing as perfection. It's just perfect or perfect. It's just you. What do I mean by that? When you follow your spirit, 
in terms of what you're supposed to be doing and you do it and it makes you happy and you feel satisfied with it, that's perfect. However, that perfectionism mindset comes in when you've had so many people or it doesn't even have to be so many people. When you've had people come into your life and tell you, you did this wrong, you did that wrong, oh, you can't do anything right. So now you're looking to seek outward, outside validation. This is why so many people in this world have high-functioning anxiety. When they post something or when they say something, it's like, oh, I didn't say the right thing because you're looking for outside validation. And this is because you've had someone in your life always validate always invalidating you or not sorry not validating who you were as a person and so you seek that outside validation and that's why it's super important to get to the root to eliminate that to recognize that what someone did or said to you is not true they probably were dealing with their own shit and most of the time They were. I remember I had a violin teacher and I was about 17 years old and she was very moody. She was horrific, like one of the worst violin teachers I've had. And I've had good ones like I've um, my first violin teacher was just a free spirit. And she taught me how to do vibrato and all this stuff. And then she moved away. But she didn't teach me the basics of violin. (laughs) So I was like lost when I got to um high school in terms of the basics Um, and then I met another teacher who she wasn't that great but she was kind she always gave me like symphony chocolates for my birth she was very thoughtful you know and very um kind in that way but I stopped going there because I kind of got bored and so I met someone this is when I was serious about auditioning for college at this music school that is like renowned at Connecticut, which I didn't end up going and I'm glad I did in any fucking way. But she I played it. I didn't I don't think I practiced that day or whatever. She was having a horrific day and she said, that sounds horrible. And I'm like, okay, I was not the 17 year old who like wallowed and was like, all right, I'm going to take like I would talk back to you. So I was like, you know, what? I'm going to leave because it was at her house. I was like, I'm going to leave. You're having I forgot what I said, but I we bumped heads me and that violin teacher. And so due to that, she started to um, I started to seek validation from her. You know, I started to it started to take my enjoyment of the violin away. Um, And I would ask her, I would say, you know, when will I be ready to audition? And she was like a year and a half, which to me at the time was like, oh, I'm a failure. I'm a bad violinist. But looking back, I'm like a year and a half. You would have been 18 and a half. That's kind of when people start college. You're just not. So it's like I wasn't a horrible violinist. She said I was horrible that day and that. But in my mind, when she said that, I'm like, oh, my God, I suck and all of this stuff. And I've never been told that um, by someone. So that was the first time. And it crushed me at the time. And so I would seek validation from her. And I was like, what level am I at today? Uh, What level am I at today? Am I advanced? Like, blah, 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 blah. And so I ended up... um, leaving her as a teacher um I went on to 
I didn't want to go to college. I, I auditioned for those colleges. I did not make it in that school, by the way. So that was a fail. Um, I was nervous and I had switched violin um, teachers at the time and it just, it wasn't the right school and I didn't, I didn't make it in at the time. And so it was, you know, a little bit discouraging for me. So I went to, like I said, I didn't want to go to college and I was late applying for colleges anyway, ended up going to a community college. And then I had transferred over to, um, Central, which was like the second music school that was good, you know, for music. So I auditioned like two years later and I got in. So I went there when I was 19. Um, but overall, prior to that, I did not want to go to college at all. But the point I'm making with that is that that one experience caused me to seek outside validation. But that was because of one person. She had her own issues. Like she was very nitpicky. Very, this is why my ears are so good now. Well, actually, my ears are so good because of McGammon and or oral skills from school. I could hear every single sound. Like if you think you're whispering, I hear your whisper. Like that's how in tune my ears are. I could hear when things are like very very the slightest bit of into so she was very very picky she came from France um so her upbringing was a little bit different they were a little more strict in terms of violin violin was not fun violin was like you better get this shit right and that's it um so I was exposed to a bunch of teachers like that afterwards but no one ever put down my playing I was never really um told that I wasn't good at it except for her. So that, but like I said, this is what happens with so many people. It's like that one person comes in and tells you that you're not worth shit or you can't play shit and it crushes you. Um, what I'm proud of myself for is that I did not let that crush me. I went on to perfect it. Um, and I met, you know, great violin teachers afterwards who really encouraged that who weren't hard on, who weren't that hard on me, who were very intuitive, but allowed me to perfect my craft to where when I play now, I can hear um, very, very well. And I know when I'm out of tune, if I need to fix something, what to do. So I know the ins and outs now, but boy, oh boy, dealing with her was horrendous. Anyway, <laughs> her and her husband, which I did not like. I did not like them, and I still don't like them. There's a lot of people at that music school that I did not like. They were very stuffed, shirty, uppity, very, oh, this is classical music. I'm like, bitch, the Moors invented classical music, but we're not ready for that subject. Anyway, now knowing what I know, we actually came up with music. If I had to go back to school, ugh, they would have been beneath me, bitch. Because <laughs> they always try to tell you, what your how you should do things and what you should do things like we taught you motherfuckers please go have many fucking seats anyway so that's what I want you to do take those experiences and you have to recognize that you are good at what you're good at um and not let people get in your head in terms of that and the way you're going to do that is by recognizing that what you love doing is your purpose. You have to fall in love with it. This is like a continuation from last week is falling in love with it. I actually come across clients who clients who are into perfectionism and 
when they feel like they're going to fail, they won't even try it because it's detrimental. And I totally get it because it's like, you know, I think I'm going to protect myself from harm because I've been harmed and I just can't deal with this shit anymore. And it's traumatic for me. And I totally, totally get that. Um, I was a little bit different in that aspect because I have it's it's like I have placements in my astrology chart where, yes, I can feel um, I can feel, you know, the pain of what someone said, but I'll end up it won't last long. I'll end up transmuting it into something and still exceeding anyways and being like, now eat that shit and die, motherfucker. <laughs> and it's not on purpose. It's just the energy, you know. I continued with it and I still love it. I didn't let that person cause me not to love something I knew. And that's, that's why I love um, some of you need to listen to 528 Hertz music and 639 Hertz music and 396 Hertz music um, to forgive people, to attract better people into your life, to vibrate on that love frequency. Cause when you vibrate on that love frequency, it doesn't matter what people say. Um, it will allow you to take their words and transmute it into something positive or negative but the choice is yours like if someone was to say you know what you sounded like absolute shit you know on the violin now or you know what you wrote was like absolute shit I didn't understand it I would say you know what that's not a normal response for someone to have did someone say that to you when you were younger is there a reason why you're speaking so harshly you have to become their therapist kind of or their holistic health coach or their life coach. This is what I've done with people in my comments, like on Pinterest. I remember I'm like of all places, people coming at you at on Pinterest. Someone was like, that's not even what depression is. You can't get rid of depression. And I'm like, I'm like, I, I think you're hurting right now because that's not a normal response. You know, basically what I'm trying to say to you is that People are going to come at you harshly. They're going to put you down. They're going to say what you can't do. It's how you're going to take it. And then there's always this thing called, I don't know, getting better. You can always get better. Don't let people keep you in a mental prison saying you're not good at something that you absolutely love because there's always getting better. And in my experience, when people pick on you for something, that's because you are already good at it and they feel like shit. So it's just how you take things. Basically, um, another tool that I use with my clients in my holistic health coaching practice is when you feel like you're going to fail at something, I have them choose a hobby that they're absolutely horrific at. And I give it to them and I'm like, you don't want to be good at this hobby. It's not going to matter if you suck at it. But I want you to do it to get used to learning. When you're stuck in the perfectionism mindset, thank yourself for feeling that feeling. Because at this very point, it's time for you to learn. Okay? It's time for you to learn and hone in and study more on that particular, um, whatever you're studying, it doesn't matter. I think we all have something to study. It doesn't matter if it's um, health coaching, if it's music, if it's art, if it's reading, if it's studying law, you're constantly studying something. So for instance, 
let's say you don't want to, because I work with clients who want to lose weight, who want to get rid of stress. Let's say it's hard for you to lose weight, for instance. And you're like, I don't want to do that. You know, I don't want to, you know, cut out certain foods because I know I'm not going to do it and I know I'm going to fail. So I'm just not even going to try it. Okay. You know, that's totally your choice. Not that, you know, someone has said that because why would you need coaching? But um, let's just say someone did say that to me. Um, I would have them also pick a, a hobby that they weren't good at. So if they were horrible at baking, for instance, or horrible at, I don't know, painting their nails or horrible at, I don't know, climbing a tree, I'd have them practice these things just to get used to the feeling of failing. And it's fun. It's fun. What 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 happens in this process and why I do that is you actually fall in love with learning. And then that will translate into other areas of your life. So you're like it's like training you. So you have to train your body to create new neural pathways where you're used to not being so good at something. So it's like I don't I don't know if I would call it reverse psychology that may be what it is. Um to me, it's just creating new neural pathways in your brain that can handle um, greatness, you know. And then for the other half, if you're still stuck in that perfectionism mindset, then we do a deep dive into where did it start, where did it occur, um, why you should stop caring what people think, how to stop being fearful, um, how if you did fail, whatever, I used to absolutely love when I would just do stuff on impulse sometimes because I'm like, yeah, I got it done. I felt more accomplished in the getting the shit done than, oh, my God, it was perfect because I was like, oh, well, scratch that off. If it doesn't work, I enjoyed going in head first. This is why people think I'm an Aries. <laughs> um, I do have a dominant planet and dominant um dominant zodiac sign that is ruled by the same planet as Aries so and my emotions are also um opposite Aries so I technically am <laughs> in terms of how I function because that's what my emotions needs so people usually think I'm an Aries or a Scorpio they wouldn't be wrong about Scorpio by the way um, I'm not a Scorpio son, but like I always say, it's heavy in my chart. So I function more of a Scorpio than I do, um, as my sun sign. But anyway, so I, I always, you know, stress to people to do that. To be willing to learn. But anyways, I stress to people to just kind of go ahead first and do certain things that they're not good at. So I do, I've in the past, I've done a lot of things. If I wasn't that great at, um, for instance, my page, my page didn't used to be all uniform and shit. Like when I first started social media, I didn't think that was so important until I found out that it was kind of important. And I went on my own minimalistic journey and my own, um, graphic design journey I've always been into art like from school I um I was supposed or I did win an award for art when I was 12 um wasn't able to go to the art show though but I did but that's always been a part of me um 
but I honed in on it, you know, in later years. And so I've been, you know, trying to see what graphic design and I started to get in this perfectionism mindset of, oh, that doesn't look right. And that doesn't look right. And now I just flow. I don't even do stuff on purpose. So if you see my page is uniform and you absolutely love it, I'm not doing it on purpose now. All I know is, you know, the colors, the spectrum of light, which I consider it's color, um, that I choose it. It comes out how it comes out and my spirit just flows with it, you know. So that's all that that happens. But I'm not even doing it on purpose. But I remember I, I asked somebody, I was like, how do you get your page so uniform? And they were like, I have no clue. I'm not doing it on purpose. And I totally get that. It's like once something becomes a part of you, it'll just flow. So be more focused on you flowing and you doing what you love and not focused on what is this person going to think about it? Who gives a fuck what they think about it? Because why are they focused on you anyways? Why? That means they're not in their lane. They're probably crashing and feeling like absolute shit. And they're probably not eating right. You know, eat when you eat certain things, I'm seeing someone who's angry, like an angry ass dude eating Twizzlers. Like some people are just angry because they eat sugary shit and food. They don't eat real food ever. A lot of people just eat Fruit Loops, Twizzlers and a lot of milk. So they're acidic. So they have toxicity. And you're trying to see what their opinion on how you should live your life is. Are you kidding? Now, I'm not putting people down who eat crap, but I'm saying it does make you. I'm talking about specific people who your your food makes you moody and angry and you're just a toxic piece of shit who's telling people that they're not good enough and they need to change this and they need to do that, you know? Um, it goes deeper, too, with the perfectionism. Um, and this is why I said um, stop being a perfectionist. Do this in red instead of instead because it goes back to that root chakra. It goes back to your love, too. It goes back to how did your parents love you? Were you supported when you went to school? Were you supported by your family? Um, you definitely want to check your Chiron and your astrology as well to see where you were wounded in your life. Where did that wound stem from? You know, so you can start to balance your, your, your root chakra. And to me, that always ties in with the heart. That's how you function. That's how you live your life. You have to get to the root of things. I actually had a company, a business called From the Root. That was when I first started on social media. It was fabulous, but I was all over the place. I didn't know like what I wanted to do exactly. And so I just paid a huge amount of funds for a website that didn't wasn't put to good use because I was all over the place. So this is what I mean by impulsive. I have a lot of shit that I could regret and say, oh, I wasn't supposed to do that. But until you adopt the what's meant to be will be mindset, you'll always be stuck in I shoulda, coulda, woulda. But once you release that and you adopt the, you know what, what's meant to be was meant to be, things will get better. Think more in the things will get better. I'll get better. I need to balance myself. This was good that I did that wrong because you know what? I'm able to, to learn from this and do better next time. I am on this earth to earn less, to learn lessons. I am on this earth to seek enlightenment, to be the light. I am on this earth to deal with my shadow side and transmute it into more light. I am on this earth 
to, like I said, be a student of life, to be an active participant. If I am perfect, then there's no need for me to be on this earth. I am the only one. Um, these are positive affirmations. I am the only one that can tell myself how well I did and how well I did not. While I will listen to people who give their um, opinions if asked or if they want to share with me something I can do better, I am the one who's going to take it to heart or not. It all boils down to what you think of yourself and how you're going to navigate and how you're choosing to navigate based upon what someone has said or did. But what I do know and what I do trust is that we're not on this earth to suffer. So if a past thought is constantly running through your head, it's up to you if you're going to keep that thought that someone did or said in your subconscious or if you're going to say, you know what, I'm going to function how I would function if I never heard that. Try it. Try that exercise out and say, I'm going to function how I'm going to function if I never heard that. So let's say someone said, you're never going to amount to nothing. Okay, so they they said that out of their mouth. What are you going to say about yourself now? What are you going to say about yourself now? Are you going to say, oh, they, you know, my dad said or my mom said, my mom would never say that, by the way. Um, they, My parents said, I would never amount to nothing. So I'm not going to amount to nothing. Are you going to listen to that dumbass fucking parent? Or are you going to say, you know what? I'm going to tell myself I'm going to amount to something. You get to walk, just delete that other thought and refocus your attention on what you're going to amount to. So literally take your focus off of the past and focus on the present and say, what did they say I couldn't do that I want to do? Let, let me just take a chance on it. You know, it's shutting off that negative voice, that negative self-talk that that if, especially if you have anxiety, that voice is going 24 seven saying, oh, what is the outcome going to be if I do this? What is going to happen if I do? And you end up doing nothing. You end up get, sitting there in, in a depression, crying, you know, watching Dr. Now on my 600 pound life. Because this is what people do who have, I'm not saying because you watch that show you have no life, but I'm just using it as an example. Some people just don't leave the house and they sit there and they watch television all day. They don't do their purpose and they just let those thoughts run through their head all day. Oh, if I leave the house, so-and-so is going to make fun of my shirt. If I leave the house, so-and-so is going to see that I have frizzy hairs. If I leave the house, if I go this place, someone's going to see, someone's going to say, if you like, I'm exhausted. You have to plant thinking in your head, new neural pathways. You have to literally, what I want you to do is lay down and see the road that you, my mom actually taught me this, um, years ago. And that was the hardest lesson for me to learn but I learned it. I kept doing those visualizations. I remember being on the floor with severe liver damage. I could not get up off the floor. This woman had to help me walk at this point. I remember was having severe liver damage. I constantly did visualizations to see myself, to see my body, how I wanted to look, to see myself well, because at this point, I felt like I was going to die. And that is the truth. 
I was like, I don't see myself coming out of this. I don't know. But I, I had to tune that out and just focus on focus on me visual visualizing how I wanted to look. And then I would get visions, too, of how I, I would look. And that's how I look now. It's going to take you doing the work. It's going to take you doing the daily work. So what I want you to do now is lay down. And if you're not laying down, you can sit up, close your eyes, and imagine that there is a highway. And that high, that first highway was um, someone who said you weren't shit, you weren't going to be shit anymore, okay? And then I want you to imagine another highway of someone who's, I'm actually getting visualizations, and there's someone who's holding out their arms, and they're waiting for you to run to them, but it's like an inner child. Some of your inner childs are heavily wounded and heavily scarred. I see ver- I see smoke and murkiness. They're, the sp- creator spirit and angels want to add light to you. I just heard fuel, too, because your, your energy is low. You're, a lot of you need vitamin A and C to boost your immunity, too. Some of you need iron. Some of you need to check your um, ferritin levels. I also have iron. I'm going to put that up on my um, website from uh, Dr. Furman. I just heard Ferrochelle for some of you. Some, some of you need that brand of iron um, to boost your iron because some of you are anemic. And some of you have anemic thoughts. You know, some of your thoughts are creating you to be anemic. Some of you need vitamin B12, I'm seeing. Some of you need to wear copper. Some of you need zinc. Some of you need more sodium in your diet. Um, some of you can get it from dulse, I'm seeing. Dulse, seaweed, veggies. Yeah, your diet is also what's causing you to be in a negative funky funk. So what I want you to do is imagine that highway of your inner child running towards this person. Okay, and so what you're going to do, it's you're going to imagine that you're at an eye exam now. And you're going to imagine a tunnel and that tunnel is going to darken the highway to your left and you're going to focus on the middle highway and that highway is your vision. And that's all you need to focus on. You have now created a new neural pathway. Imagine yourself, and it's your choice to add to this neural pathway. So now you've added one. What's the next one going to be? So now your inner child is running towards enlightenment. You're sick of the murky ethers playing with you and giving you um, illusions and sending you darkness and sending you all this this shame and this disgust and this depression and this brain fog because a lot of you are in a brain fog fog watch what water you're drinking you need to detox some of you need lemon and your water you need to put lemon and lime and wild orange essential oils and your water some of you need to drink um orange juice but not not you know sunny delight or nothing with the sugar no none of that sugar shit you want to make your own orange juice put oranges in a juicer make your own orange juice or you can make an orange smoothie with some parsley and some strawberries and some blackberries throw like one to two medjool dates in there um, and you'll feel amazing you'll feel like you're on a supernatural high and you're going to build a new neural pathway of in this one it's all about how what you're creating don't ever let a motherfucker penetrate you like that they hate themselves anyone who takes the time 
even these dumbass fucking influencers who are these so-called influencers who are always picking at people. Oh, you shouldn't write long paragraphs. Oh, you should write short paragraphs. Oh, you shouldn't do one-to-one coaching. Oh, you should do this. Oh, you, oh, shut the fuck up. God damn. God damn. Um, you know, I'm just sick of people like that. Don't focus on those dumbass motherfuckers who are insecure as shit and trying to project their motherfucking shit off onto you. Okay. Spirit is not pleased with them. Karma's about to be a motherfucking bitch for some of you dumbass fucks. Stop focusing on other people. Stop projecting your shit. Get the fuck offline if you're an influencer doing that shit because you're not influencing nothing. You're under the influence of the murky fucking ethers, though. You dumbass cunts. Anyway, so that's what you want to do, okay? That's what you want to do. I had to block a, a dumb bitch who, you know, sometimes people, and this is why, you know, I moved on and I, 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 I cleansed my energy of certain people because I could tell people's vibes and she probably knows she's blocked because I don't give a fuck. She's one of, you know, one of those people. I have a social media team. I post my stuff. Um, I post my captions and stuff, but I don't have time to be interacting. So they interact with people for me and I appreciate them. They're really good. Um, so they found her. And I was like, oh, God, why did they find her? I kind of started smirking because I was like, I can see this bitch is jealous right off the bat. So I go to her page and she has a post about her being jealous. I'm like, well, pff, well, don't my intuitive ass pick up on things. So she started like commenting on my stories and like, you know, putting heart eyes on my stories. I said, but bitch, you don't like nothing, but you're reading everything. So I posted a post about like one to one coaching in. I only offer that to one to two people because I don't cheat. But the point I'm making is, bitch, you don't know me from a motherfucking hole in the wall. You don't know me from a hole in the wall. So she wrote a post like why you shouldn't be doing one to one coaching. I was like, oh, my God, you bitches are dumb. But you're spiritual, right? You're not spiritual. Again, the Moors, M-O-O-R-S, taught y'all dumbass motherfuckers who are on indigenous land what the fuck you know now. Okay. Don't get me fucking started. This is why people don't say stuff to me because they would shit on themselves in real life and cry in fucking tears. But anyway, so that's what I'm saying. So the bitch is blocked and I hope you hear this podcast because you're motherfucking blocked because you can't be blunt to me. So you blocked. Should have said what you wanted to say. But you know what? I'm grateful for that because you know what? People always leave every, you can take tips from your enemy now. You really can. It's all about transmutation, how you want to transmute that. See, the old me, the old me that used to hit a bitch with a fucking hockey stick and not feel a fucking thing has changed, has transmuted themselves. The old me that would have blacked out and, and knocked somebody out and went home and ate Cheez-Its when they were younger, they don't, I don't do that now. So the, naturally, I wanted to send her a message and say, blah, 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 you're a this, this, this. But you know what? I said, I'm going to preserve my energy because I transmuted that and I'm, I'm, I'm heightened. You know, I'm spiritually heightened. I'm supposed to be here to help people heal and shit. I ain't got time for the bullshit because I don't go back and forth online. I'm going to talk to you on the phone. You can't do that because you're a punk bitch. Then I ain't got to deal with your dumb ass. I don't do that now. 
I don't do that now. So I just blocked her and went on my merry way. And I, you know, I did my work. I worked with my clients and I just transmuted her. her energy didn't penetrate me. But I'm here to call people out, though, too. Cause I don't like that you're, you're supposed to be helping and you're in the health coaching field and you're focusing on other health coaches because you're a jealous bitch. You need to focus more on who caused you to be jealous because that's not my motherfucking issue. Cause I don't know you from motherfucking hole in the wall. You see what I'm saying? This is what I'm saying. This is how you got to be sometimes with people. You got to not take no shit sometimes. Okay. But don't let that penetrate your mind and that anger too. Because I could sit here and be angry at a lot of people, but I'm realizing that when I'm focused on the anger, it's okay to be angry and not let it affect you. That's what that scripture means. Be angry and sin not. Sin means the moon. Sin, S-I-N, is related to the moon. And I just heard you have to see that shadow side. That's all that means. That's what that means. Be angry and sin not. That means don't let your shadow self overtake you. So, yeah, I got a little I got a little angry, but I didn't let it ruin my day. I went on about my day and I created more projects and did a bunch of different shit. You know, because I realized that was her issue. That's not my fucking issue. People get mad when you're younger than them. You're prettier than them and you're way more fucking talented than them. And they have a fucking issue. And like I said, this is not your indigenous land, but we're not going to talk about that now. Are we dumb fuck? So (laughs) I hope this episode was beneficial to you. I hope that (laughs) you get rid of the perfectionistic mindset. This is why people work with me, because I give them a mouthpiece and I show them that I come with that fire. I'm considered fire water to people. I come with that because that's heavy in my chart, too. I come with that fire and I let people know you can be kind. You don't have to. Take shit. You don't even have to be confrontational with people, but don't let people bully you. Don't let people say and do what they want to you. And don't let that stop you from doing your motherfucking purpose. (laughs) I hope you all have a wonderful day if you want to have one. Have an unfiltered day, and I will see you next week. 